Welcome to Beauty Uncut, the podcast. I'm Shania. And I'm Kayla, and we're here to bring a new perspective to beauty. Today's podcast will be joined with Jasmine from Prin to talk about skin health, the barrier function, and the benefits of a healthy lymphatic system. But first, <laughs> oh my God, we are still in Melbourne and we've had quite the ordeal. Yes. Oh gosh. Where we're in a start. <laughs> so like, I feel like it's been problem after problem since arriving to Melbourne, right? Everything else apart from this has been amazing, but it's just little things. Like when we got the Airbnb, it's just we the keys to- aren't working. <laughs> well, we, First of all, we had to go and find the keys, which were 100 metres away from our apartment in this bushland. Bush. And then Kayla almost stepped on a snake. And then we couldn't even use the keys because they had been sitting in water <laughs> and the battery had corroded. And the Airbnb lady was like, oh, just go and get them fixed or wait for someone to go in. I'm like, really? We anyway, can't do that. <laughs> we did go and try and get them fixed and still yeah. didn't work. And she's like, oh, you're just going to have to wait for someone. And we're like, okay, cool. And then <laughs> what else happened? Oh, our podcast equipment like kind of got a bit broken in we, transit. We almost like this almost didn't happen. Almost we had no podcast. a little bit scared. And then what was the third? Oh, third the car. Thing. Oh, my God. We got an electric car and they forgot to put the charger cable in. We went to the shopping centre to go charge our car. Couldn't charge it. No cable. No cable. And we've been trying to get on contact to the people that we hired it from. And the amount of phone calls. They've ghosted us. They're like, we don't want no problem. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to deal with your problem. No. But so yeah. now we're stuck. But actually, we just rung Hyundai. So shout out to Hyundai yeah, for shout out to Hyundai. supplying Melbourne us with City. a charger. <laughs> because we would be staying in Sydney if that was the case. not the case. All the case. In was. Sydney. Oh, Melbourne. Melbourne. Oh, my God. See, I can't even think. Too early in the morning. All right. Well, should we talk a little bit about Prin? Yes, I love Prin. I love Prin. I feel like it's probably one of the most popular treatments in our clinic. Yeah. I feel like everyone uses it. It's beneficial basically for everyone. It's the perfect treatment to get your skin started on a health journey plan. Well, not a health, but a skin health plan. journey, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, so the Prin lymphatic enzyme treatment, it works to flush out all the toxins out of your skin. And what can happen sometimes just over time is that sometimes there's little blockages, toxins in our faces, for example. And what the Prin does is it opens up all these lymphatic networks and flushes all those toxins through. So your skin will be delivered with all this nutrient-rich and oxygenated blood so yeah Yeah. and basically the enzyme helps to strengthen the structural integrity of the skin to create a healthy environment for cells to live and thrive in really good for I would say acne clients Mm. sensitive skins anyone wanting to get their skin ready for advanced skin treatments or kind of maintain their skin because you get that really healthy glow afterwards like everyone it looks, looks so, so good. good every time someone comes out of a treatment room I'm like yeah what'd you have done and it's usually pretty yeah yeah it's definitely one treatment that I normally always start my clients off before going into like peels and other treatments as well yeah and then you can also add on to your print yeah. so you can add on like your peels your led I think that's also next level when people can get up to that point where they're doing like maintenance facials and they can do peel, print, LED. Oh my God. Their skin is like, okay, their skin looks good after just a print, but when they do everything else, it's like, oh my God. Glass skin. Literally glass skin. Mm -hmm. I actually have been doing print before. Well, 
haven't been doing it, but I've done a few where I've done the print before the M face. And I just feel like they get such an incredible result in combination with the M face. They look so lifted, sculpted. I guess you're getting rid of all like the excess fluid in the face with the print. So then you're lifted with the M face. So that would be awesome. All right. So we'd like to welcome Jasmine from Print Skincare to talk to us about skin health. So welcome, Welcome. Jasmine. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming onto the podcast. We'd like to start with a little introduction question. Would you like to tell us how you kind of got into the industry and why you're so passionate about it? Yeah, this is probably the hardest question that I'll answer today Mm -hmm. because I, I don't have a major life moment that steered me in this direction. I have an earlier career where I worked in the music industry. I worked in corporate as well. So I worked for a global FMCG company. I've worked for a global pharmaceutical company. And what I can say is during that time, I had a pull towards this industry, but I don't, I can't quite describe what that was. Mm. So one of the roles that I had at the time or when I was working with one of the companies, I moved from Melbourne to Sydney with them and it was there that I had this crisis where I was like I'm not following my path and resigned came back to Melbourne and I started to study beauty therapy so that was an interesting journey and because I hated it you hated beauty therapy at the start beauty therapy what did you hate about it I think my expectations with like the traditional beauty side of it things. was the traditional yeah. beauty yeah. side yeah. of things and I think what was pulling me across was actually the skin side because yeah. that's obviously what I've landed in but yeah. at the time the curriculum was very beauty based very waxing nails For yeah. sure I completely all of that yeah, same. yeah like I thought I would love beauty therapy as well but the course I was like I don't love waxing. I don't love nails. I don't Mm. love massage. I'm not good at that, but I love skin. But the Mm -hmm. skin component in a course was just so minor. So, yeah, I completely get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So I I really just – I finished that up and then I ended up going back into what I knew. But the whole time I was thinking, why was there this pull across if that's not – was not going to be my destiny? Mm -hmm. So I eventually had a baby and went on maternity leave and it was during that time that I went, okay, I have to give this another go because I don't want to die wondering and I actually just jumped straight into it. So I bought a skin clinic oh, wow. without having any actual hands-on experience thinking oh, I can run it, do all the business side and then build up my expertise alongside a team. It was anything but that. The, the business that I bought wasn't making a profit so it was just really, really, really difficult time and I wouldn't recommend it, but that was my journey. But here you are and here obviously I am. you're very successful, so it all worked out in the end yeah. anyway. <laughs> Do you want to tell us a little bit about the brand and why you decided to focus on just one product? Yeah, so the brand was born out of the need because I was using a, a like product that I could no longer get supply of from my distributor. So I had a look at other alternatives on the market and other ways to get similar results and I just couldn't meet that need. So eventually decided that I would make my own and from there, I mean, that was really pre-COVID, like just before COVID. Mm. So I've worked really hard on making sure that the product is really good but we do have pipeline, but it's just been really difficult over the last couple of years. Ooh, to so get there going. might be more products coming. There will be. <laughs> we won't have an extensive range, yeah. but mm. I, that's just not me. I don't, yeah. 
I, I definitely balance the topical and the internal side of things for True Skin Health, but yeah, there are, there are more products on the way. Stay tuned, everyone. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> All right, well, let's jump straight into the lymphatic therapy side of things. So what is the importance of maintaining a healthy barrier and having a well-functioning lymphatic system? So when I talk about the skin, I firstly talk about the industry that we're in, which is skin aesthetics. So when people come in to see us, they're talking about their skin texture, their pore size, premature ageing, pigmentation, complexion, et cetera, et cetera. But ultimately that comes back down to the health of the skin. So we're all in the business of skin health and getting skin health and getting a healthy barrier comes down to how that skin was made in the first place. So we know that skin is made in the basal layer and I get people to touch the the skin. So the back of your hand, touch the skin on your face, those cells were made a month ago, give or take, right? Mm. And I think that that for a lot of people is quite, you know, it's that penny drop moment where they go, actually, why are we doing all of this stuff topically when those cells were made 30 days ago? And what can I do to influence those cells being made back then? So the health of that particular cell all starts with what we put in our mouth. So we drink water, we eat food, we breathe air. And that all comes into our body and our body breaks that down into a tiny little molecule and then that enters our blood supply. So I like to think when we eat food, we digest that food, broken down to a small little molecule and that passes our gut wall and then there's DHL trucks there waiting to collect that and that goes through our circulatory system, eventually makes its way up to where the skin is and it feeds that skin cell to make a beautiful, nice, round, healthy juicy cell but a lot of us are making cells that we purchase from the not quite right store so by the time that they those cells make their way up and create a barrier that barrier isn't as strong as what it possibly could be and that's when we start to see those signs of premature aging texture acne acne congestion all of those particular skin concerns so the health of the skin really starts at that very base layer so let's just suppose that somebody's eating you know a healthy diet but let's also not because at the end of the day the skin is the last organ to be fed so we need to make sure that we've got all those building materials and the way that I like to look at it is when the body's making a cell it's like as if you're a builder and you turned up to a building site and you had plans to build a house and You go, yes, I've got lots of timber, I've got lots of plaster, I've got lots of nails, but I don't have quite enough tiles and I don't have quite enough light fittings and all of these other things that you might not have enough of. You can build an okay house, but you can't build it to spec. And this is what the body does every day. It builds cells with the materials that it has Mm. because it doesn't have a choice. It It has to make it. And like I said, skin's fed last. So it's just trying to make these cells with whatever it has. So that's the first component, making sure we got the materials. The second component of that is making sure that we can get that supply across to that basal layer so that mitosis, so cell division, that cell creation is happening. So by the time those cells migrate up to create that healthy barrier, we're in a great position. So where does the lymphatic system come into play? Okay, so once those nutritional molecules get to the skin they need to 
be transferred from the blood vessel, the blood capillary, through to the basal layer for uptake. So these particular vessels are suspended within what we call as extracellular matrix, so a fluid, a jelly-like substance, and we need that pathway to be nice and clean and clear so that nutrient can flow from the blood vessel exactly where it needs to. So the lymphatic system runs parallel to our blood vessels and how it comes into play is it keeps that whole environment clean and clear to make sure that that particular nutrient can get to its destination site and have full absorption of the nutrient. Awesome. So what is lymphatic therapy and how does the mask work? So lymphatic therapy is a form of compression therapy. So no doubt you've heard of other compression therapies on the market, most notably stockings and other modalities. So what's happening in that instance is that there's a gentle compression where we have this pushing down of the skin and from there that condenses the, the dermis in this instance because we're focusing, focusing in on the skin, it condenses the dermis and by doing so what's happening is the blood vessels are increasing in their diameter so they're starting to move and by those vessels moving we're changing the osmotic pressure within the dermis and that is making sure that the lymphatic vessels are also opening up and collecting waste. So really those two systems and the reason that I spoke about the vascular system to begin with is because you can't have one without the other. Mm. The circulatory system has a pump, which is the heart, and that's meaning that that blood flow is consistently going throughout our whole body, but our lymphatic system doesn't have its own pump. So it relies on a pressure change Mm. within the environment before those vessels start to open up, and that's why compression therapy is so amazing. Yeah, I feel like when I had print done... I don't know if it was just me, but I feel like I could feel my vessels pulsating. Pump, yeah, <laughs> pulsating or like I could really feel something happening. Yeah, and yeah. and that's really the, the pressure change mm. that, that's from the compression. And yeah, you can actually feel that activity in mm. some instances. So what are the benefits of lymphatic therapy and what results can you see from having this treatment? So this particular therapy is really centred around optimising the body's natural processes. So what we're doing is we're increasing that nutrient transfer. So by increasing blood flow, we're also detoxifying the dermis and creating a really nice clean and clear environment. This is great for wound management. So think about acne, think about many many skin conditions, really even other barrier disorders, making sure that the skin barrier is really strong. It also assists in reducing swelling. So the lymphatic system's role is when fluid is released from the blood vessels, the lymphatic vessels will uptake that excess fluid. And we know that when there's swelling, we're not getting that nutrient transfer. We also know that we are slow healing as well. The lymphatic system also takes away toxins. So if we've got any disease within the skin, then the lymphatic system is going to take that away. So really, I do talk mostly to skin health and how we can optimise that. But the conditions that it works with are all of them because we do, as you mentioned earlier, we need a great foundation of the skin before we go on to revise Mm. it. And some skin conditions also just naturally, if we just optimise the skin function, will resolve on their own as well. So it really is a therapy for both treating skin conditions where they are, but also looking at revision in the future. 
Yeah. Are there any other things that you can do to help with your lymphatic system? Like obviously having a healthy diet is going to be better, but is there anything else you can do to improve? Yeah. So there are various ways to increase the system. I think the way that I like to look at everything is is to look backwards and go, okay, this is where we are, but where did we come from? And we came from hunter-gatherer where we had incidental movement throughout the day. And now we have a lifestyle where we're sitting at a desk for most of the day and then we go to the gym and we kill ourselves for an hour thinking that that is going to undo all, all that time that we, we spent at work. And having, like I mentioned before, lymphatics doesn't have its own pump. So it needs that movement. It needs that heart rate to be increased. So in lieu of that, knowing that we're not getting that incidental movement all day, how can we try and manufacture that in other ways? So whether it's standing at a desk even is going to give you, I mean, this podcast, we could do it standing. We could. (laughs) That would help us. But there are other ways. So trampolining is probably one of the best ways. Stop it. I actually (laughs) just moved in with my nephews and I've been jumping on the trampoline. Like if I'm working from home on a Wednesday, I'll try and jump on the trampoline for 10 minutes every hour. I don't last that long, don't worry. But I also used to be a trampolinist when I was growing up. Trampolining is amazing. And one, I mean, I follow lots of different experts within this field, but one of the experts that I follow, he gets his whole family to jump on a trampoline every single day. And yeah. I think that's, that's yeah, really, really cool. I but love that. That's so You fun. know what we should get? Those little <laughs> yeah. mini trampolines at work at our desk and just yeah. like bounce every day. Ten like, minutes every day. Yeah. Everyone jump on. <laughs> so that's, that's definitely a great way to do it. And then something that's risen in popularity recently is hot and cold therapy. So ice baths, going to have a dip in the ocean early in the morning, Turning a shower on for 10, 30 seconds, Mm. a minute, five minutes at the end is a really great way to get the systems moving. I know that there are other manual therapies around, you know, you've got obviously gua sha and massage. You really don't need to get that fancy with moving it, moving the lymph through. So it's kind of all about like trying to move your body more. Movement. Mm. Yeah. It's all about movement. I had a question Mm -hmm. with... You know, Prin, we're thinking a lot of doing it on our face, but can you use it, for example, on like back acne and things like that? Yeah. Other areas of the body? Absolutely. So all that I recommend doing is making sure that, you know, where we've got lymph clusters and making sure that you capture those in your application area. And that means that the drainage will go in the right right direction. So just picking up on before when you said like sitting behind a desk can inhibit the flow, is there anything else that can? Yeah, there's several several factors. So obesity is one of them. Nicotine is another. So if we're smoking, vaping, that can thicken our vessels. Aging also stiffens our vessels over time. Stress, we know that when we're stressed out, blood will divert away from our skin to feed our internal organs. So it's it's more centralised. Mm-hmm. Even just being cold when we... Like fight or flight mode. Oh, well, I'm oh, going to exactly. be fine yeah. then. <laughs> I'm never cold, so I'm like... Uh, and and to that um, there are some conditions that where you have poor circulation so and and we know that because we get you know cold toes in bed Mm. and and things like that or the tip of our nose is really cold or our lips are blue so those things there are definitely other things that can inhibit blood flow one that we see a lot in clinic is scarring so when you've got acne and and that's created scar tissue underneath the surface 
then that directly cuts off the flow of both your vascular and your lymphatic vessels. The body will create new ones. There are great studies that show that, I mean, the body's so resourceful, so it will make new vessels around that scar tissue, but it takes a really, really long time to do it. And in that time, you're getting a lot of stagnation and build up underneath the surface. So they're probably the main ones that that are inhibiting good flow. So everyone, jump on a trampoline, get your body moving, have a cold shower and get lymphatic therapy. (laughs) Awesome. Well, we'd like to ask you some questions. What is your favourite treatment to have and also to do? Okay, so I really bounce between three. My trifecta is obviously lymphatic therapy, skin needling and LED. I just, they're really just my ride and dies Mm -hmm. and I I don't have to get super fancy with lasers or, you know, any, any of those kind of treatments. I really feel like I get the best results with those, with those particular therapies alongside really great education and advice around the internals. I also feel like we love Prin, LED and skin needling, morphosate yeah. and things like that as well. Yeah, but especially sure. LED and Prin for skins that are kind of going on that skin journey. And we were just mentioning before how good the skin will look coming out of a treatment with print and LED. Oh, absolutely. That that combination is really, it's, what would you call it? I almost feel like people come out, like it's almost like a red carpet facial without any fancy smancy yeah, like devices yeah, or simple. peels or anything like that. Like everyone just looks so good, so glowing, fresh, beautiful, yeah. you name it. Well, you are bringing a lot of yeah. oxygen and nutrients to the skin. So yeah, that glow. And we definitely get that report from people where they say they go in for a traditional facial and they might be glowy that afternoon, maybe the next day. But with a print, they have that extended halo. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. Sure. And what is your non-negotiable skin product? Your favourite? My favourite. You can choose a few if it's too hard <laughs> to choose one. <laughs> Look, I, I'm very traditional. I just love a really great cream that mimics our skin's natural barrier. I think that there are definitely too many things. I'm very pragmatic, right, as a therapist <laughs> and just how I live my life. So I know that my diet's not perfect. I know that I'm surrounded by pollution every day. I know that I'm going to drink on the weekend. So those things are going to inhibit the strength of my barrier. So a cream that does contain you know, something that mimics my natural barrier is number one. Number two, if I can sneak it in, is anything with an antioxidant. So once I get a really healthy barrier or or close to, I want to maintain it. So I want to try and negate as many free radicals as I can. I want to try and protect that barrier as much as I can. So my go-to there is really vitamin C and green tea. I love them both so dearly. She just did a green tea mask last yeah. night. <laughs> green tea is so underrated or oh, underrated is the word I was looking for <laughs> when I was thinking the LED yeah. pretty yeah. combo. Yeah, green tea is really underrated. Really, really, really great. Both obviously internally, but topically mm. fantastic. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. I feel like we both learned a lot yeah. and yeah. I'm sure our listeners did as well. So thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you so much for having me.
Wow, she was so informative. I feel like I learned so much just then. Even though we've already done the training and we've been working with Prin for so long, I feel like I learned so much more about the internal side of things. Yeah, I agree. I think it was good to know the whole, like she literally went down into the base layer of the skin. Like I feel like we don't talk about that enough. No, maybe we'll start implementing that in our skin yeah. consults. Anyways, thanks for listening to today's podcast. We had so much fun recording that. Make sure to follow us on our socials. All the information will be in the description and make sure to leave us a review as well. Five stars only. And we will see you in our next podcast. Bye. Bye. I love big butts and I cannot lie.